Hello everyone, and welcome to the latest episode of the Wildlife Fat Files. I hope everyone is keeping well and safe. In this episode, we are focusing on one of my favourite animals, which is the Arctic Fox. The Arctic Fox, also known as the White Fox, Polar Fox or Snow Fox, is a small fox native to the Arctic regions of the Northern Hemisphere and common throughout the Arctic tundra biome. It is well adapted to living in cold environments and is best known for its thick, warm fur that is also used as camouflage. The Arctic fox is an incredibly hardy animal that can survive frigid Arctic temperatures as low as 58 minus 58 Fahrenheit in the treeless lands where it makes its home. The species diverged from domesticated dogs 12 million years ago. According to fossils, Arctic foxes got their start in Tibet about 2.6 million years ago, then spread to North America and Eurasia by migrating over Iceland bridges. Arctic foxes have beautiful white, sometimes blue-grey, coats that act as very effective winter camouflage. This natural colour allows the animal to blend into the tundras, snow and ice. When the seasons change, the fox's coat turns as well, adopting a brown or grey appearance that provides cover among this summer's tundras, rocks and plants. They present in two colour morphs, white and blue. 99% have the white colour morph, meaning their fur is white in winter to blend in with the ice and brown in summer to camouflage with the cliffs and the rocks. The other 1%, mainly in coastal regions, have the blue morph, meaning they have rock blue ice colouring in the winter and grey blue in the summer. It has furry soles, short ears and a short muscle, all important adaptations to the environment in which they live. Like a cat, this fox's thick tail aids its balance, but for an arctic fox the tail, or the brush, is especially useful as warm cover in cold weather spells. It measures about 12 inches. These foxes have small ears that reduces heat loss because less is exposed to the cold. The thick ears, short muscles and multi-layer pelage also help arctic foxes survive freezing environments. Their fur is the warmest of any mammal and their compact bodies optimally conserve heat. Better yet, they can separately control their paw and core temperatures which is amazing. This makes it comfortable for ice walks. As I've said, they're ideally engineered to withstand harsh climates, but they don't start shivering until the mercury reaches minus 94 Fahrenheit, which is around minus 70 Celsius. Arctic foxes have strongly pigmented eyes as protection from the glare of the sun. Sometimes each eye is a different colour. The male foxes are slightly larger than the females of the species. 
Large individuals are about the same size of a Jack Russell Terrier. Smaller ones are the size of Chihuahuas. Their weight is 1.4 kilograms to 9.4 kilograms, and their length is 70 centimeters to 110 centimeters. The species is Iceland's only native animal, or rather native mammal. And while hundreds of thousands currently roam around the northern hemisphere's Arctic Circle, where summer temperatures range between 14 and 86 Fahrenheit, and the winter thermometer hovers around minus 30, communities are scattered throughout the treeless tundras regions of North America, Asia, Europe, Greenland, and Iceland, with most populations living in pack ice areas. However, some Canadian foxes inhabit boreal forests filled with pines and spruces. Arctic foxes are the main carriers of the Arctic rabies virus. Individuals of the species can trek up to 96.3 miles 155 kilometers in a single day. These foxes are smart, curious and fast. When avoiding predators and hunting prey, they can sprint up to 50 kilometers per hour. Adult males are called dogs and females vixens. A group of these foxes is known as either a skulk or leash. Arctic foxes are animals that can be active around the clock. During the autumn and winter, they lead more solitary lives and reduce activity to, pre to preserve insular fat, but they don't hibernate. In the spring and summer, these foxes convene to live as families, breed and raise pups. When not out hunting, foraging or teaching pups survival tactics, Arctic foxes hang out in gigantic maze-like dens that typically face southward to best harness the sun's heat. In warm weather, they sleep outside. During the harsh winters, they slumber inside. Arctic foxes' dens are constructed for maximum predator evasion and pup protection. Some are so complex that they have more than 100 entrances, which is incredible. Appreciative of their ancestors' burrowing efforts, the foxes also preserve their dens, instead of building new ones. In fact, some are hundreds of years old. When the snow melts and the sun comes out of hibernation, these foxes gather for the mating season between late February and May. In food-insecure populations, these foxes form monogamous pairs for the season. In communities where food is abundant, they're more promiscuous and form complex social structures where multiple individuals look after each other's newborns. Typically, inland populations are more monogamous than coastal ones. The exception is Icelandic Arctic foxes. The subspecies exhibits strong fam family ties and offspring will often stick around their parents' territories for a long time, even in times of famine when food can be found elsewhere. 
Females gestate for about 52 days and give birth between April and July to litters, ranging between 5 and 25. The most of all carnivore species. Baby arctic foxes are called kits. They're born with dark fur and enjoy the care and attention of both parents. Kits nurse for about 45 days and begin to emerge from the den after three weeks. By week nine, the pups are usually ready to make it on their own. At nine months, they're sexually mature and ready to start mating. Unfortunately, like a lot of species, Arctic foxes don't live long. Though fast, in the wild, most become bear prey between three and six years old. But in captivity, they usually only make it to 10 or 11. The arctic fox is an omnivore and scavenger. It will eat almost any animal, dead or alive. It prefers small mammals. Their meals of choice are lemmings, voles, hares and other small rodents, but will eat berries, insects, carrion and even animal or human stools. Ew. In winter, it usually eats sea mammals and birds, invertebrates, fish and seals. The colourings help foxes to effectively hunt rodents, birds and even fish, but in winter prey can be scarce on the ground. At such times, arctic foxes will follow the region's premier predator, a polar bear, to eat the leftover scraps for its kills. Foxes will also eat vegetables when they are available. An arctic fox can smell a seal den a mile away. To locate prey during winter, the fox uses its sense of smell and hearing to find animals moving through tunnels underneath the snow. On a good day, a family of foxes can down dozens of rodents. When lucky enough to have a surplus of food, the foxes bury it for a rainy day. When hunting, the foxes must break through thick snow. To do this, the fox jumps up high and then dives headfirst into the snow. The, um, the arctic fox is listed as least concern, but unfortunately, like a lot of species, this could change in the near future. The species' main predators are polar bears, wolves, wolverines, brown bears, red foxes, and unfortunately humans. They also must keep an eye out for fast golden eagles and bald eagles, and snowy eagles that swoop down and snatch baby foxes. That's a lot of predators to watch out for. But these days, natural predators aren't their worst threat. Climate change and offshore drilling are fast becoming the species' main nemesis. Climate change threatens to decimate populations in the coming years. Arctic temperatures are skyrocketing, which leads to reduced sea ice and rising sea levels. Even though the foxes are still plentiful in most regions, other animals are dying off and creating food shortages. Moreover, due to rapidly melting ice, their lighter coats are becoming a liability, not an advantage. 
Lastly, increasing these foxes are losing ground to the larger red fox. Native Arctic people still retain the right to hunt polar foxes for food, but commercial hunting of the species is now off limits. Already the Scandinavian population is endangered. Less than 200 individuals remain, and severe inbreeding further threatens its, its survival. Conservationists are in the process of introducing new individuals of breeding age into the area, but will their efforts work? It remains to be seen. In the next episode, I will be discussing the armadillo. In the meantime, you can find a Facebook page for this podcast where you can like to stay updated on the latest episodes, ask questions, or suggest species for future episodes. I will be grateful if you would subscribe or follow this podcast and share with anyone whom you feel will be interested. Like I've said previously, I use an app called CastBox. It's an amazing free app and if you subscribe, the episodes will automatically be downloaded into your phone so you can listen offline or online at any time. Reviews for this podcast are also greatly appreciated. Thank you for your listening and for all your support and until next time, take care.